Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lead With Less. I'm Tash Peterson, your host, and today I wanted to do a very short and sweet episode about the three C's framework that I use to work through with my clients around resetting their mindset in any situation. Now, the reason that I wanted to share this framework is because it's very simple, it's very easy to remember, and with practice over time, it can be something that's really useful in helping you shift your mindset in any situation. And this is a framework that I share in all of my programs and almost all of my coaching series because mindset is such a huge part in terms of how we see the world, how we interact with what's going on around us, and how we want to choose to show up in certain situations. So I can't really go through this framework without sharing a bit of context around mindset and just talking a little bit about what your mindset is, how it's created and how it's developed. So our mindset is essentially how we see, interact with and respond to the world around us. Our mindset is developed through childhood. So through research up to right now, what research is available, it says that we develop our mindset within the first zero to eight or possibly zero to 12 years of our life. Now, so much of that mindset is developed based on what we saw growing up, based on what we heard, based on what we were told. uh, And all those things then created our beliefs, our assumptions, our perceptions of the world around us. Now, a lot of that is happening very unconsciously. It's happening without us intentionally going, oh, I don't want to believe that or, oh, is that really true? Because when we're young, before we develop our own sense of critical thinking, before we develop our ability to question and really evaluate what it is that we're hearing or seeing, we're just sponges. We're just taking it in. And especially from our caregivers, the primary people in our life as we were growing up, we trusted them. We trusted them and what they told us. We trusted them in terms of how they interpreted the world. And so that then formed our interpretation, perception or assumptions of the world. And so our mindset then, because it is our beliefs, our value system, that then determines how we then respond to what is happening around us, how we respond to a situation that we're involved in, how we respond when someone says something to us. It's based on what we experienced as a younger child the brain then goes oh okay well this happened when we were five so we're going to respond in this way even though we're now 25 or we're now 30 because the brain has created 
its own definition or it's stored that experience from the past and because it is somewhat similar or the brain interprets it as similar it now uses that same response in this situation or that same reaction and so there are a lot of instances in our adult life or as we're growing up where how we're reacting now isn't necessarily accurate or the best response to the situation now it may have been when we were younger or when it first happened or when that similar situation happened earlier on in our life but it may not necessarily be the best response now and so as we start to recognize and build a practice of self-awareness of like oh okay i noticed that i'm experiencing this or i noticed that i'm responding reacting this way that's actually not how i want to react or is how i'm reacting necessarily accurate or true for this situation now the more that we develop that self-awareness practice we now have the ability to then shift that reaction we now have the ability to more intentionally respond based on what we know to be true now or based on what our value system is now or based on how we actually want the situation to go now versus how it always has in the past and so i will do a deeper dive into mindset and how it shaped and how we can look at being more intentional with our mindset but this framework is essentially going to be a kickstarter in shifting your reactions and your responses based on how you want things to show up now the framework is essentially catch challenge change and this is actually a cognitive behavioral therapy technique so if you have worked with a psychologist before if you have done any study into psychology or research into psychology this is a method that a lot of uh, therapists use it's something that i have used when i have worked with a therapist in the past i worked with a psychologist around when was it around 2015 2016 that was really my deep dive into my that was my entrance into the self-development world and this was a really simple yet powerful framework that i practiced and learned to adopt and something that i find very beneficial so catch challenge change the three c's the first c catch is essentially the building of self-awareness it's the development of a self-awareness practice so catching is catching the thoughts that we're having catching our reaction and noticing what that is so often we may not notice the exact reaction in the moment often this catching practice happens as a in hindsight or as a post situation reflection which is just as powerful and the more that we do that we then start to be able to do it in the moment but being able to do it as a post situation reflection is just as powerful and one of the ways that we actually start to notice is we notice it in the body so what the body is telling us and often when we are thinking undesired thoughts we're thinking negative thought patterns we're thinking unhelpful thought patterns or we are feeling anxious or we are you know succumbing into our fear thinking patterns when we actually pay attention to the body the body is telling us that we are going down a train of thought that is unhelpful 
and the body's signals is either a knot in the stomach, you have that kind of swirling feeling in your stomach that makes you feel a little bit nauseous, you might feel a contraction in your chest, you might find your breathing quickening, you might find that you're starting to become quite sweaty, essentially some kind of stress response as well. If you know what your stress signals are, this can be what that is. Um, And what that then does is it prompts your self-awareness to go, okay, I'm feeling off. I'm I'm not feeling the way that I want to feel. I'm not experiencing really desired (laughs) emotions in my body. What is it that I'm thinking about? What are the stories that are going on in my head that is contributing to my body feeling this way? And this is the catch. This is where we want to build a lot of our practice with is being able to catch when we are spiraling, being able to catch when we are caught up in undesired thinking patterns and finding ourselves getting stuck there. Now, catching is absolutely one of the trickiest parts to this because we need to be able to recognize that it's happening. But the more that we do it, the easier it becomes over time. And one thing that can be really helpful to develop your catching practice is when you notice that you are getting stuck or that you are spiraling into undesired thoughts or unhelpful thoughts that are not helping you to feel the way that you want to, to show up the way that you want to, to move through situations that you want to, is to write all of those thoughts down. Because the more that you write them down, the more that you essentially build a bank of the thoughts that most show up for you the more that you'll be able to recognize them when they come up so these might be thoughts of i'm not good enough the work that i produce is never good enough it's not perfect what will people think of me if blah 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 all of those unhelpful thoughts that stop you from experiencing the experiences that you want to have the more that you write them down the more that you know what they are the easier it will become over time to recognize them when they show up The thoughts that you have that keep you stuck or that you spiral into have become subconscious habits because the brain loves to create habits. And because they've just happened unchecked, they will naturally just happen more often. They will naturally just happen without a sense of question. And so we then need to intentionally create a practice of catching them so that we have the ability to shift them and change them. The second C is challenge. So this is the process where once we build, once we recognize what the thought is, we've caught it, we then ask ourselves, is this thought, is this train of thinking keeping me stuck or is it helping me to grow? Is it making me feel less than? Is it making me feel not good enough? Is it unhelpful to the situation that I'm in or is it helping me to grow? Is it helping me to develop? This is a really, really key part here. We also can use the challenge part of like, what evidence do I have that shows that this thought is actually true? And one thing that I say to all of my clients is you can't look to the past for evidence because the brain will always find something that it thinks it's relevant. But actually, if we really question that piece of evidence, it's not truly relevant to the situation. So what evidence do you have right now to say that this thought process is true? 99% of the time when I really question my clients around the evidence piece, they don't have anything to prove that this thought process is true. And so what we then do in that third step is change it. So, okay, 
if this thought is keeping me stuck, if this thought is not helping me to feel the way that I want to feel, it's not helping me to lean into growth or to challenge myself to step up or to step into something different, what is a thought pattern or thought process that will help me to feel the way that I want to feel, that will help me to lean into growth, that will help me to sidestep the fear that I'm having and move forward anyway. I'm by no means trying to suggest that we need to that we should be bypassing any of the experiences that we're having of being like, oh, I'll just think positive or, you know, pretend that this isn't happening or pretend that we aren't feeling what we're feeling. It's about recognizing that we are thinking or feeling a certain way, reflecting on it and asking, okay, is it true? Is it helping me? Is it supportive for me? And in a lot of cases, unhelpful thinking or undesired emotions or undesired thinking can be helpful because it's identifying what isn't working. It's identifying what isn't aligned. It's identifying what is something that does need to be shifted or changed within us. And it may be that you don't necessarily change it in that moment. You might take a bit more time to reflect on it. You might take a bit more time to sit with it, to process it. And then once that's been done, you then go, okay, now it's time to change it. Now it's time to shift it into something that is more supportive, that is more helpful for me. But at some point, that change does need to happen. If it's something that is keeping you stuck, if it's something that is keeping you from leaning into where you want to be, from experiencing what it is that you want to experience. The change does need to come at some point. Otherwise, we're going to continue to experience the same situations again and again. We're going to continue to think the same thoughts or feel the same emotions again and again and again. And so this framework isn't necessarily easy. The framework is simple, however. And this is always a distinction that I share with people is a lot of these things that help us to move forward, that help us to lean into growth, that lean into challenging experiences, they're not always easy things. But the more aligned that we are, the more that we are grounded and anchored into who we want to be and how we want to feel, the simpler it becomes. Because we know that where we're at, we know that what we're thinking, we know that what we're feeling isn't where we want to be, isn't helpful for us. So what is it that we need to do in order to shift to where we want to be? And this framework, Catch, Challenge, Change, is not a bypassing framework because we are practicing a sense of self-awareness. We are practicing a sense of processing and reflecting and then asking whether it is that we want to shift or not. We're not bypassing any kind of reality. We're not bypassing any kind of experience that we're having. We are, though, t wanting to step into the driver's seat and into control of, do I want to stay here or do I want to shift? And we can, by all means, stay somewhere if staying there is helping us to feel the way that we want to feel or create the experience that we want to experience. Stay there, absolutely. But if it's not, we then need to make a shift. And that can feel uncomfortable. That can feel, that can bring up a lot of resistance. And that doesn't mean that it's wrong either. It means that we are stretching. It means that we are on the edge of doing something different. So this framework is extremely simple yet extremely powerful. And the more that it's practiced, the more habitual and the more the quicker we'll be able to use it in situations. If 
practicing all three, if practicing catch, challenge, and change all together at once feels like, oh my gosh, that's too much. I don't know if I can even do that. That's all good. That's okay. Start with catching. Start with practicing self-awareness. Start with first building a practice of recognizing, taking note. What is it that I'm thinking about? You can set reminders throughout your day and just check in like, what's my brain going through right now? What is it focusing on? What is it telling me? What is the stories that it's telling? And just building a practice of self-awareness with what's going on in the brain is a great place to start because in order to create any kind of change, we need to have a practice of self-awareness. We actually need to know what it is that needs to change or what needs to shift. And then once you feel like your self-awareness is building, it's becoming more consistent, you're identifying things a lot more frequently or a lot more consistently, then you can bring in the challenge aspect and the change aspect. But take it at your own pace. Some mindset reminders here with this framework is that resistance doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. The brain resists what is new. The brain resists change because change is an element of unknown. It's an element of uncertainty. So if you are feeling any kind of resistance with this process, it doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It actually means that you're probably doing it right because you're creating some change. You're doing something different to what you're normally doing. So take resistance as a positive sign. It's a good sign. Uh, something that a coach told me that's always stuck with me is the breakthrough always comes after the breakdown. So when you feel like you're having a breakdown, nothing's working, you're like, I've been doing my mindset work and it just feels like nothing's changing. That is usually when we're on the precipice of the transformation. That's usually when we're on the precipice of change coming is when we feel like it's all coming to a head, like it's not, it's not working. We feel like we're hitting a wall. When it feels really challenging, when we're in those moments, that is when we need to dig in even more. That is when we need to be practicing this even more because that's when the change is really about to happen. So again, take that breakdown as an opportunity to reflect, as an opportunity to recognize that we are shifting. We are trying to do something different. We are trying to rewire the brain, the brain that loves to stay the same. Thank the heavens for neuroplasticity that we have the ability to change our brain through practice and repetition. So when you notice the breakdowns and the resistance coming up, that is a sign that we are shifting and changing. So take that as a positive sign, as a good sign that you are creating change in your brain and that it's not necessarily going to be easy because you are changing what has become habitual, what has become the norm for your brain to do. So I'm going to leave this one there. There's so much more that I can talk about here. But what I would love for you to focus on is catch, challenge, change. What I will do is I will create a little one pager which has the catch, challenge, change and some prompts plus the framework that you are more than welcome to print out and put up somewhere that you can see. I'll pop a link to that in the show notes so that you can download that and print that if you like. And start with catching. Start with the building that self-awareness practice. And this is going to be absolutely game-changing to stepping back into the control, into the driver's seat of your own mind, rather than your mind habitually doing what it always does, running on autopilot, and just continuing to do the same things again and again. So I hope that this framework is really helpful for you. I hope that it starts to create some shifts for you. Uh, remember that resistance is all part of the process. It means that we're shifting and changing and that when we want to stop is absolutely the point at when we need to 
keep moving forward. Go ahead, catch challenge change, rewire your brain, and I look forward to hearing from you. So please email me, send me a message on Instagram or LinkedIn. Let me know if this episode has been really helpful for you. And if you do implement the framework, let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterson. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible. 